Welcome to the latest United We Stand podcast brought to you by Red Army Bet, a betting site with a difference. Not only are we offering the best available odds on a United win, we've also got exclusive special bets created by Reds. And as we share half our net profits with the United supporters community, no matter what, the fans can always end up winning. Check out our website, redarmybet.com, or download the app, Red Army Bet. About fans, by fans, for fans. Hi, it's post-match uh, against... Reading in the FA Cup third round. It's not 2018 or any previous of his 10 years when we played Reading. It is 2019 where Solskjaer has managed to win five out of five with a 2 0 home victory. Um, just myself and Anthony Shaw today, hardcore United We Stand representatives. We uh, managed to sell out today, so thanks to the people who. Bought the last few mags uh, pre pre kick off, and we even managed to go for a pint. So uh, it was it was all good today. A uh, bit chilly, but uh, it was dry for once. And yeah, we've uh, we've sold out the the mag for this 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 month, and the next one out will be against Brighton in two weeks. So obviously, as we always go to Anthony Shaw first, we have no choice today. <laughs> uh, he's driving, so if you hear a sudden pause. Uh, you know why, um, but uh, we're going to be stuck in traffic uh, for for a while. So we'll try and make uh, as much uh, out of it today's game as possible. Um, so first thoughts, uh, and well, I thought it was a match lacking a lot of quality. Really, I was a bit disappointed. I thought there was a lot of players given chances, didn't really take them. But you know, you don't go all negative on them just after one bad performance but I think there'll be a few United players in the dressing room a little disappointed with how they played because the match it just didn't flow did it it was um, no team really kept the ball well the passing was quite off um, giving the ball away in cheap places and you know I think I think there's not just a few United reserve players I think there's a couple of players banging on the um, first team door that'll be disappointed today as well because they really didn't seize the opportunity and look um, a class above yeah, I, I I totally agree. I was I was sat stood there thinking exactly the same, thinking some of these players should be um, trying to impress. Uh, I'm not saying necessarily to get into the starting eleven against Tottenham next week, but you know we're all going out to Dubai for a bit of a bonding, you know, winter weather, warm training, uh, and there are a few players on the fringes. But also, I, I couldn't help but think that you know there are. I don't want to use the... Well, no, I am going to use the word. <laughs> the phrase dead wood. Because there clearly is still. Um, and against... Let's be honest, I don't know much about Reading, if I'm being perfectly honest. But, you know, they're towards the bottom of the champ- championship. And you could tell. Because they did, they did create probably at least three or four decent chances first half. I think that's it, isn't it? They weren't, they weren't even a good team themselves. No. And they still, we still couldn't really look at, you know, a class above them at times. It was... Um a bit disappointing and the patches in the game where they, they looked as if they could threaten us yeah but, and um, the, I, the goal yeah. by Lukaku obviously in the, in the five minutes of injury time killed the game completely um, it was down at the scoreboard end so I didn't really see what happened I think Sanchez passed it through and he went, obviously went round the keeper but that that killed the game the second half was a bit of a non-event wasn't it yeah I think I was you know at half time Reading were never going to score three second half goals so yeah the game was over really for me but I, I just think um, I think I was most disappointed with a performance of like Fred and yeah. to an extent Sanchez I know he made an excellent pass for that second goal but they're, they're just not 
I mean, you'd expect Sanchez to stand that out a mile on that pitch, and what? you know he's not doing really. What is what it? is it? Because he's, he's by all accounts gone off injured again. But what is it? We'll come on to Sanchez in a second. But and again, it's hard to be super critical about anyone who doesn't really or hasn't really played. And until maybe we've seen Fred play five, six, seven games, it's maybe going to be difficult to properly understand, you know, why we've paid all that money for him. I think it's a bit easier with Sanchez because, I mean, we, we watched him play yeah. many games for Arsenal before he played for United. And um, I, I just think that the area he's picking up the ball for United, he's, he's most of the time, he's got his back to goal, he's on the left wing. Because he, he, he's not somebody that runs in behind. He's, so, he's normally somebody that picks up the ball and either faces up the defender or, you know, comes back with it. So I, I just think that his two best moments in the last um, two games have been when he's just on the edge of the box and he's got the ball and he's dinked two through, yeah. you know, to the forwards. And I, I just think he, United have to find a way of getting him on the ball centrally, more centrally, and about 30 yards from goal rather than normally on the halfway line facing his own goal. Yeah. I just, I'd love to see he's the area, the positions he plays for United compared to the positions he played for Arsenal. Because I think they'd be quite I think a difference. It would with be, that. Yeah, yeah, it would be a different heat map completely. Yeah, but he still should be doing better. Yeah, in my opinion, you know, it's not all about. You can't always hide behind the position you play in. No, and even in a team yeah. which, let's be honest, pretty much. 11 strangers and that's the other thing when you throw 11 players together who, who you know don't play together or haven't played together even against a poor you know championship side uh, it's never going to flow as you want it to um, there were some obviously you know some senior players in there and you know we knew there were going to be changes and then obviously Chong came on for 20 minutes yeah. uh, did okay you know nothing to rave about uh, probably the best thing about Chong coming on was the song. Uh, yeah, we've only got one Chong. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's ne- it's never going to be great. Uh, FA Cup third round, even even though we're we're in you know uh, a great run with Ollie and. and I think last, the intention the was there. Weeks. You know, we've we've played quite attacking football, and I think the intention was there today. But we were just really there was a real disconnect, weren't there? the the passes weren't. You know, you weren't getting onto three or four passes you was, you was losing it after yeah. you know two maybe and um, they just the, the players just didn't link up and the, the play didn't flow did it like, no. there was a couple of times where um, I could see a player wanting to put the ball in behind the defender and the man not moving you know and perhaps it's um, we just didn't seem to have that, that pace you know, to get in behind Reading at all today for me and um, it was a bit disappointing yeah yeah what do, you, what do you make of Pereira? Because obviously he's been he's been knocking around now for a couple of seasons and he's not been playing recently. What do you make of his? Well, he, yeah, I was looking forward to seeing him today. And um, the the thing that I don't really understand is first half he seems to have him holding the mid, you know holding the midfield in the central central area. But um, I, I, when I seen him play last year for Valencia, he seemed to play either wide as yeah. a wide man or. As an attacking midfielder, and United don't, just don't seem to. Yeah, I can't work him out, if I'm being honest. Uh, and and I believe he's out of contract in the summer as well, isn't he? Yeah, and he, he got the ball in some tight areas, and you know he, he looks impressive at times, but he lost the ball in some some like quite bad areas today. Yeah, and when he's losing yeah. it, and then Fred's losing it as well. Yeah, uh, it's, it's gonna it's gonna cause you problems, and that's what I think what happened first half. And again, that's why I think Ollie brought brought Fred off. With... I think you'd have to compare. Pereira's performance today to Fred's and they were very similar but one co- one didn't cost us 55 million that's the thing isn't it summer, so yeah that's the thing I think the, the real worry for me is Fred and I just don't really know how we're going to um, use him or because I didn't watch you know Donetsk play every other week yeah 
um, like you know, like I was saying with Sanchez, we used to see him play a lot. Um, I just don't really know what we're going to do with him because I've not I've not seen him play well yet. Yeah, and, and again, with, uh, going back to my point about you know Deadwood or you know, there's, there's, there's definitely a clear out still required. Whether it's Ollie still in, in charge in, in June, or whether it's uh, you know obviously a new manager, uh, even the likes you know. We, we know as five or six who surely can't be there next season. And, and, he, and I'm even yeah. struggling to think about Matter, where he's going to fit in long-term as well. I'll be interested to see you know, his strategy with clearing out these players because you know, there was that... I remember us having a conversation on the podcast a few weeks ago about you know, we're giving, we, we seem to want to keep them, to retain the value, but at the same time, you know, we, we're saying we can't get rid of these players because nobody wants to pay the wages. So I think you know, I'd like to see... You know, you know, you can't get rid of everybody. I understand that because I mean, some people you speak to, they're saying United are going to sell. We need to get rid of nine players. No. But you, you, realistically, Half we struggle. Yeah, we struggle to get rid of two. We struggle to get two transfers over the line each summer. So yeah, yeah. We the can't likes, do that. The likes of Young, probably Herrera, have earned at least another year. You'd think, or you know. Yeah, but United need to make a decision on these players individually, and I, and I just hope we don't give them all new contracts and keep them all because. Then you won't you won't be able to ship them, will no. you? You won't be able to get a transfer fee no. for him and a team that's um, happy to pay the wages that they're on at Old Trafford. And that's why I sat here now on what we're, what we're on now the sixth, whether it is a January. I'm, I'm pretty sure no one's going to come in in this window because it's it's the not knowing what's maybe going to happen in May June. Uh, yeah. It's difficult to buy anyone anyway, isn't it? Um, and I don't I, mind. I think, I think you we're know, just going to stick with what we've got, aren't we? There was a there was a mini meltdown yesterday, weren't they, when they were saying we're not going to buy somebody, but. Judging by our, you know, scattergun approach over the last few years, I'd rather United wait for the right person. If if they know of a centre half um, that's available, you know, this summer, then I, I wouldn't want them to buy buy somebody who's who they don't fancy as much in January. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I, I'm not, I'm not. Um, no, I agree. I think, I think, that. I think it's going to be play with what we've got. You know, centre half obviously the big problem, but obviously Rojo still knocking about. Smalling's got to come back in. Jones. I think, I, yeah, I think from, there's, from, there's enough there, isn't there, to big, you know, to, yeah. to do a job until May. After what happened last summer, you know, I, I've got a feeling that United need to lose a few of them before they're allowed to buy. So, yeah, which is a ridiculous situation to be in. But, but they put themselves in that position, haven't they? Yeah, and they that, by been, giving Rojo like another, is it 170000 pound a week contract? And why would you do that? I think anybody with eyes, you know, can see um, that United. It's, you know, it stands out when you when you're playing football, when you watch United play football, that they need a centre back more than anything. You know, they really do need. They seem to have about five different centre backs that can't stay fit, and they're all around a six out of ten level, aren't they? None of them are. Yeah. None of them are. Um, the standard that we need. Really. No, the one, the one, strangely enough, the one shining light probably at the moment is probably Lindelof. You probably think if someone that's alongside him, a bit more experienced, maybe, or you know, he could come good, maybe. I think I've been impressed with him the last couple. Yeah, he's done okay. Of so I, I think he's got a bit of a. He lacks something in the air. Yeah. Um, but you know, maybe if United fancy Lindelof more than the rest of them, then. By by a centre half that makes up for his yeah. weaknesses. Maguire's yes. the obvious one, you know. I mean, yeah, yeah. someone yeah. like that is someone more dominant in the air, and you can you can have the luxury of someone like Lindelof, can't you? Yeah, yeah. So, um, what did you make the atmosphere today? Because obviously, you know, Reading. I think they they had about three thousand. I think in that top tier, and I don't think I heard them sing once. To be fair, so it's always going to be difficult in that respect. You want FA Cup games for me. I'd, I'd love nine thousand to come, whoever we're playing, and it just generates that better atmosphere. So, well, yeah, a couple of things today. I mean, there was. I was quite surprised at the attendance 
you know, there, was, there wasn't as many empty seats as I imagined there to be. Do you think that would have been 10, 15,000 less if Josie was still here? I think it would, yeah, yeah. And the, the other one is, is obviously they, they trialled out the, the um, L stand today, yeah. weren't it? Yeah. Um, welcome to L. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I was really they're, impressed they're with that, they, they didn't stop all game, no, which is no. fair enough. Because I, I, I always get, you know, I, I, I don't get these... When, We've done it at Wembley a couple of times. I think we tried it against Palace, and I, I, I went in the singing section uh, in the bottom tier um, behind the goal at that, at that game. And there were so many people just sat around gawping or not singing. I'm thinking, why have you applied to come in the singing section? Yeah. So at least that. today, from where I was sat in the Stratford end, obviously it did seem that everybody was singing, and it was pretty much non-stop. And I think there is a difference between. Um, I mean, I, I, I sometimes move seats around, and um, I, I stood next to um, the J stand um, against Newcastle at home. And they, they made a right racket, you know, but when I'm in my normal seat in, um, you know, East and Tier 2, I don't hear anything of them. So it doesn't carry as well. Yeah. Today, I was, I was, I was sat um, in North Stand, which is quite far away from L. Yeah. Stand, and um, honestly, I could hear them all game. I've, I've always, I've yeah, always yeah. thought that section uh, is, is certainly the best away for, for away section in the Premier League you yeah got, we you, sort of give them the best part of the you've ground, got the perfect we? view and it's underneath obviously the, the old roof and it does carry and it's, it's quite loud and today was definitely a, I know w- people was decent. It, like you know acoustics and things like that but there's no doubt that, that the noise in that section carries a lot better than where they're placed at the moment yeah did you, did you hear that song for Mickey Feeling towards the end yeah yeah where's yeah. your shorts yeah <laughs> that's quite funny but no fair play to him today obviously you know what They've gone in there and uh, they have sang. It can't happen every game, obviously. Uh, and no, I'm guessing a lot of the J stand sort of like singing section have gone into there as a one-off. Uh, but maybe it can carry on into the next game. But I suppose all that depends on maybe if we're at home in the next game and who we play. Because if we play, you know, anyone decent or Liverpool or City, they're going to take their nine thousand. Is the draw Monday? I'm guessing it's Monday night on normally in the one show, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. 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 So um, just coming back to the game quickly. Um, Obviously, that's that's five now on the bounce, and yeah, people are always going to say, you know, five, you know, <laughs> not very good teams, average teams. This break, uh, I, I, I'm guessing, I don't know, I'm guessing this break was probably already planned with Josie, maybe. I don't know. What are uh, they doing? Are they going midweek? No, I think they're going tomorrow. Right. Okay. I think they're going tomorrow for about four or five days, and again, I'm, I'm, I'm purely guessing here. I'm, I would presume that they'd fly to London then on the way back and stay, stay stay one night in London and, you know, a bit of training. No, I, I mean, it's a, bit, it's a bit questionable before a game at Spurs, though, isn't it? You know, when they're all, they all whinge about flights in the Champions yeah, League. but that's why I, I, I'm, I'm just guessing. I, I, I thought it would be four or five days and they'd, they'd, rather than coming back to Manchester and then get the train back down to London, I, I, it would make sense to maybe just fly back to London and stay a day there and then obviously the game's on the Sunday. So but we're, in a, we're in a situation now where United can spend all, you know, United and other teams spend all week complaining that they have to play in, you know, in the Champions League in Russia on a Wednesday. Yeah, and we're flying. And we're probably Dubai. flying back from Dubai on a Thursday or Friday. So, you know, I'm not in charge of these things, but <laughs> oh, you know, they don't, they won't care what I say. But I don't really <laughs> understand why you do that before you play Tottenham. You know, I just away. think it's a, clearly there was a four or five day gap, wasn't there? Uh, and a bit, a bit of sun on your face. And obviously, even more so now with Ole, it's just I think to, it will reinforce the, the, the maybe the squad bonding together, uh, and it will give the experience maybe for some of the younger lads to you know to travel and uh, have that bit of like a pre-season type atmosphere again. So, so who would you at least want to sit next to on the plane to Dubai? Um, good question. I reckon Sanchez. Me, I reckon he's alright, miserable. 
Yeah, well, there was something actually. Did you see he sat in Solskjaer's seat? No, no. I've seen it after the game. Apparently, he's, when he got subbed, he's, he's gone and sat in the, in the manager's seat. And then Ollie's gone back, and someone said, Oi, shifts. And so he's, yeah. he's gone down to the back, and he's got a bit of a face on him, apparently. Oh, God. But um, I think Ollie was okay about it. You know, he was like, That's my seat, sort of thing. Yeah, um, there's just a few transfers we've made that we, we might it might take a lot, of, a, bit, a bit of time to undo, really, because I don't really know where United are going to. With, with, with us having Lukaku, and obviously he favours Rashford through, through the middle more um, than Jose did. I don't really know what we're going to do with Sanchez, and in my opinion, if we're going to play him on the left wing, and you know he's going to be picking the ball up just over the halfway line, then I don't really see the point in us having him. I think he's better players, yeah. You know, to pick up the ball there. Coming, coming back to your yeah. question, uh, sat on the play in probably Valencia. Oh yeah. God. Does he speak English yet? He's, no, only, he's only been so. in this country twelve years. <laughs> he's, captain, isn't he? he's been getting a fair bit of grief recently, only but I think. Um, but that's because yeah. he's yeah. outstayed, hasn't he? But that's not his fault. No, maybe. it's not his fault. United have United have played. You know, United have had him for what did they pay about less than twenty million for him? Sixteen, I think, was it? And he's, yeah. When was that? Two thousand nine. Well, Ten he? years ago, yeah. So he's did, he's he's been a good servant. For absolutely, us, absolutely. So, you know, I'd, I'd like to see us. You know, show, like like to see some support showing a bit, a little bit more respect than he's been given. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Well, this break uh, is obviously it's it's, it's 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 one of those, isn't it? If we come back and and we get you know dick three one yeah. at Wembley, <laughs> then it's going to be oh, we should never have gone there. But if we, you know, come back and win two 0 then you know, greatest decision. Solskjaer's you know, Solskjaer's a, a magician and all the rest of it. But sat here right now, uh, I'll tell you what I think in a minute. But sat here right now, would you take? A point at Wembley next oh, Sunday. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I, I'm totally of that opinion. Just to keep that. Uh, it's, you know, it is exactly, and I know they've got beat by Wolves recently, and you know, and, uh, at the same time, a friend of mine made quite a good point: is that if nothing else, the team talk could be, you know, everyone has been saying that you, we've had a bit of an easy run, five games, and you've not played anybody, so that that in itself could be a bit of a, a motivation to to go and perform well at Wembley next Sunday. Yeah, no, I think I think well. We'll, we'll cause them problems. It's just um, I'd be a bit worried about our defence at the moment. Yeah, it's stopping Kane and yeah, Ericsson, isn't it? I mean, I remember at Wembley last year, and I was never, you know, I always rated Harry Kane. Don't get me wrong. Well, said some things in the past about him playing for <laughs> Chesterfield, but I, I last year when we played him, I knew he was good, but I was really shocked at how much of a problem he caused yeah. Jones and Smalling. Like they, you know, he completely tormented them all game. So I think um, this is over. It's when he drops deep as well. He's, he's yeah, very effective, yeah. sixty yards yeah. from goal as well, isn't it? Yeah, and I think um, with with our, I mean, the one the one issue I've noticed under Solskjaer at the moment is we look really weak with crosses into the box, and we don't really have somebody able, you know, to take control of the defence and head him away. Yeah, and um, that'll be a big concern next week. Yeah. No, exactly. No, I'm totally with uh, yeah. with you on that. And that's why I would also take a point. And, it, and again, it keeps the momentum. We've got then Brighton the week after at home, which you know is a given. Really, it should be a given. So it just keeps us keeps us rolling, doesn't it? Towards yeah, the end yeah. of a month, and it, it, at that point, you know, we should be there or thereabouts. And who knows what Arsenal and Chelsea are going to do in the next couple of games, league games. Um, so we'll still be in contention for a top four finish. We should be by the end. of How many points will be on Chelsea then? Is it four? I've not looked at the league table. Not sure. Week, four or five, but yeah. So this cup game probably came at the right time, and then, and then obviously, if we can avoid defeat at Tottenham, 
it just it just leaves us in a good position, I think, going still forward. Still going to play at home, Chelsea as well. Yeah. yeah, and obviously then it gets serious in February. If you're still in the FA Cup fifth round, and obviously the Champions League starts again, so it's it's all going it's all going okay, isn't it? Yeah, um, as well as it can since exactly. Chelsea, yeah, yeah. So I think. Um, yeah, I think I'm, looking, I'm quite looking forward to the Tottenham game in some respects because again, it'd be a, it'd be a measure of how, how far maybe we, we have come since Jose and what Solskjaer has maybe done uh, in that short space of time with uh, with Mickey Feeling. Oh, we're going to have to pick a man of match now because it's going to be an hour. Man of match. I was going to mention that, but now you've mentioned yeah. it, I'm going to have to. Yeah. <laughs> you can go first. <laughs> I'm going to say Romero, me. And, and just just a, a comment on him. After, I think. Um, He's an incredible backup goalkeeper, isn't he? And I'm, I'm surprised. Yeah. With that, we're so lucky to have such a good backup goalie yeah. on our bench. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. We've had uh, decent backup goalkeepers in the past, but um, yeah, he, he pulled off some good he saves. Could, he could today. be number one for about ten Premier League teams, Connie. So I don't really understand why he's happy to sit on our bench. But yeah. it's our benefit. To our benefit. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna. Uh, I think agree with you. Just quickly, I'm, I'm not having to really think about it because. Of what we've already said at the beginning of the of, the, of this conversation, no one really took the opportunity today or just gra- a or really grasped. Match, really. yeah, yeah, and especially the second half again was a non-entity really. Yeah. Um, but because probably he did make two or three decent saves and kept us in it when it was nil-nil and one-nil. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to go for Romero as well. So uh, we'll, we'll give him his trophy next time we see him. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for listening to the podcast. Anyway, I'm not, I've no idea how we've managed to drag 20 minutes out of today's game. Uh, but hopefully um, there'll be a few more opinions and voices on the next podcast. I think, uh, I think hopefully we'll have Steve back as well. Yes, yeah, and possibly, yeah, I'm guessing maybe one at Wembley as well, but certainly for the Brighton game. We'll have a new mag out, so uh, please come and see us and continue to support the mag and uh, have a good January, whether it's dry or not. See you soon, bye. Thanks for listening to the latest United We Stand podcast brought to you by Red Army Bet. We offer the best available odds on a United win, as well as a host of special bets created by Reds. With half our net profits being donated to United supporters groups, Red Army Bet is about fans, by fans, for fans. Check out our website, redarmybet.com, or download the app. Red Army Bet, we all follow United.